listening to the Miracle Word Podcast. We believe that the Word of God gives you the power to experience never-ending increase in every area. If you're ready for revelation that will take you to the next level, you're in the right place. Here's your host, evangelist, author, and founder of Miracle Word University, Ted Shuttlesworth, Jr. Go ahead and keep sharing this. Get in, uh, get other people involved in this because I'm talking about a heart attack. A heart attack. Um, I'm going to tie in some uh, benefits of fasting after I go over this with you. But I really was feeling like in 2020, uh, so many you know, so many lives were destroyed, but not even lives. Like I was blown away at the things I saw within the body of Christ, uh, within Christian lives. You know, there were people you thought (laughs) was going to be the strongest during this outbreak. I'm going to call it like an outbreak of insanity. The things that are going on and the things that are said and what people are trying to make a real life thing is absolute insanity. Um, and so I feel like in 2021, it's going to be important now more than ever that we guard our heart. We got, we need guarding our heart. Uh, I believe, you know, guarding your heart is a uh, <laughs> nice clickbait <laughs> from the title. <laughs> Guarding our heart uh, is is where your thought life is connected to. So whatever you're thinking, whatever, you know, within when you think is is what happens. And then you speak. So it, it's all a connection. It, it's like it goes here, moves up to here, moves out through here. So what what is it that you need to guard your heart with in in 2021? that maybe you didn't do so in the past years. You know, not even just 2020. Maybe it's something you you brought in from 2019 into 2020 and now we're, you're trying to, you know, carry it over into 2021. More than ever, our heart needs to be guarded in 2021. And we need to stay irritated at the devil. We need to stay irritated at the things he's trying to push your way. I'm not going to receive any old message. I'm not going to take any old thing that's coming my way. I'm not taking any old thought that's trying to creep into my life, into my kid's life, into my husband's life. I'm not taking any old feeling, any old emotion, any old uh, sickness and disease because the world says it's normal. It's cold season. It's flu season. Well, actually, flu season has somehow disappeared um, once coronavirus why is it that everyone calls it COVID-19 and like what's corona versus COVID-19 does anybody know because like corona is never a word anymore it's all (laughs) COVID-19 I don't know anyway where did the flu go I'm so confused like you used to get paid gift cards at Publix if you get the flu shot we'll give you ten dollars to go grab lettuce you know something stupid like that it's like where did it even go but it's a time that we need to wake up. It's a time that we need to wake up and we need to guard our hearts. And so it says in Proverbs 4.23, I actually wrote, went ahead and wrote it down because I've got several verses, so I didn't, um, well, I'm already here. Look at that. 4.23, above all else, guard your heart for it affects everything you do. 
guard your heart for it affects everything you do. So your thought life is connected to your heart, just like I showed you. Let's start with the heart. It's going to the brain. From the brain, it's going out of your mouth. And so uh, we all know that in Matthew 12, 34, it says, out of the abundance of the heart, what? The mouth speaks. So we need to stay irritated at the devil and we need to stay now more than ever in the presence of God. And people always think, you know, uh, how can I stay in the presence of God all the time? I work, I've got kids, I've got to make dinner. But that, that's another preconceived idea of it always needs to be just the preacher or the fivefold ministry or the person who can break away or the person who doesn't have anything doing or the person who's in full-time ministry. They can always stay in the presence of God, right? No. No, we all have jobs to do. We all have things going on in our life. So the presence of God is the atmosphere that you create. When I'm cooking dinner, I'll put on preaching, I'll put on podcasts, I put on praise and worship, I put on shout music. I'm maintaining the presence of God in my home. That's the stuff I'm filling my, my heart with, my mind with, my ears with, my spirit man with. And so you have to stay in that presence at all time, no matter what you're doing. Stay in that anointing. People always associate um, staying in the anointing with, you know, being in church services all the time. No, you can stay in the anointing of God, driving down the street, maintaining your peace, speaking to him. You know, lots of times in the car when I'm by myself, I don't even put anything on. I will um, thank the Lord. That's my moment. I give him praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for another day on this earth. Thank you for the sun that's shining. Thank you for my home. Thank you for my kids. Thank you that I have a, a, an office to go to. Thank you that I have a job to go to. Thank you for allowing me to work for you. Every time I get ready to speak, every time I put all the pressure on the Lord. Because, you know, this, this is something for you, you know, maybe some people have uh, known me for a long time on here, but this you know, Ted was born with a microphone in his hand. This is something I had to extremely be uh, told to do by the Lord. And <laughs> extremely told, extremely told uh, by the Lord to do because it is completely, uh, well, I will say was because the Lord really helped me, but it was completely out of my comfort zone, out of my comfort zone. But I had to step out and do it. I had to do it. And so like, I thank the Lord for these things and I always put the pressure on him. I always pray before, um, I speak and I say, Lord, this is, this is on you. You've got to, you know, what you've deposited in my spirit, what you've deposited in my heart. You've got to, I'm your mouthpiece. Use me Lord to speak. And so, you know, driving in the car, there's not times. I'm a mom of three and I homeschool. I can't break away like my husband does. He can literally go off and study and have quiet time and go in his office or go in the room and have, have a different setup than, than I can. But there's always time within your day that you can be in the presence and stay in the anointing of God. I, I know that's a, a little off the side, just a little side street, but I, I really feel like you guys needed to hear that because I know growing up in church that we'll say things and people have this preconceived idea like 
I can't be in the presence of God all day long. I'm not in the ministry. I work nine to five. I do this. I cook dinner. And so they feel like that's not for me. I can only be in the presence of God when I attend church, when I'm in a revival service. But that's not true. Just like I said, it's a simple reading the Bible, getting some scripture, thanking him in the car, praying while you're in the car, putting on music while you're making dinner. You know, fill your atmosphere. Your, the presence of God will be there when you make room in the atmosphere that you're in and you're setting the tone. So we're going to guard our heart in 2021 like we never have before. And that's going to be a challenge to you guys, a challenge that when, you know, news comes your way, just turn the TV off already. We've got the most idiotic people. I mean, what's this new thing I read yesterday? All men and all women. Like, idiotic. It's gotten to the point. It's so laughable what idiots are doing out there. Idiotic. Turn it off. Who cares what they're saying and what they're doing? The media cares nothing for you. The media could give a crap about your life. Okay, said it, crap, yes, you know, could give a crap about your life. They don't like you. They don't want to see you succeed. They don't want to rise you up. They just want to tear you down and still fear in your life. So turn it off. Guard your heart in this season. You know, Ted and I always say, like, we're not we're not dumb people and we know about the government and history and things going on. But we always say, listen, we don't put that stuff on in our house because we rather would be ignorant to those things than allow the spirit of fear to creep into our lives to let my kids hear something. There's nothing even local news. Everything's like a robbery, a shooting, this and that. And so this needs to be definitely the first 21 days of this year where you go out of your way to make a marked difference in your life, in your thought life, and guarding your heart. Because I was thinking at the end of 2020 last week, I was like, man, if I have to do a broadcast coming up, this is before you know Ted asked me to do this while he was gone in Danville. I was like, I'm going to be speaking on guarding your heart because the things that people are saying, it's like, blows my mind. We should be only speaking. uh, First of all, the, the Jesus said in the Bible, I only say what my father tells me to say. So that's where we need to like back up to is we only need to speak when it's the right thing to say and when it's going to be the right words coming out of our mouth. And so, um, in Proverbs 23, seven, I was looking up as a man thinketh in his heart. So is he. So that's where we're going with this today is guarding your heart. Because like I said, it starts with your heart, goes to your brain, your thought life, and comes out of your mouth. So as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So these, these two things are attached. My, I'm like looking at myself backwards in the thing. I'm like, uh. Uh, <laughs> these two things are attached, and it tells you that in Proverbs. Uh, read Proverbs during this fast every day, a chapter every day. So much wisdom in Proverbs. It will save your life. Maybe I'll, I'll speak on, on uh, wisdom tomorrow. But so much wisdom. Uh, your life will change. Um, maybe I'll, I'll speak on Solomon tomorrow and what he asked God for. And, and because he asked for that, he got above and beyond what he actually just asked the Lord for. But so much wisdom in Proverbs, you will become smarter 
at the end of this fast. Even smarter. You guys want to have some knowledge and smarts, even street smarts? Read Proverbs. It gives you common sense. It gives you brain smarts. It gives you knowledge and it gives you street smarts. If you really truly read Proverbs uh, chapter a day, I promise you, get into Proverbs. But um, so if you want to know uh, what's in your heart, listen to what escapes your mouth. And so we're not going to let the world or any situation, I'm go to my next one, Matthew 26, 41. Uh, we're not going to let this world or any situation stop us from pressing into this fast. We're going to control our actions. We're going to control our speech. We're going to have self-control. That is key in this fast because um, self-control is what's going to make this fast happen in your life and how it's going to get started. And self-control is a game changer. It, you know, it, it's going to irritate the devil that you're fasting. You think he doesn't know what a fast is? Hello. Where was he when Jesus did his 40-day fast? Right there. He knows what a fast does. He knows that a fast pushes you to the next level. He knows that a fast empowers you. He knows and he's going to do what he can to stop you. You know, you got two things coming against you when you go to do a fast. And in a minute, um, because we're guarding our heart and we're taking time to set uh, these next 21 days uh, of fasting and prayer, I'm going to give you five. There's, there's more than five. Uh, if I have time, I'm going to go through five. If not, I'll finish it tomorrow. But five things that fasting will do for you. But it irritates the devil. And there's two things that are going to come against you uh, during this fast. The, the devil, because he's going to, Try to talk you out of it because, like I said, he was there when Jesus fast. He knows the outcome of when you put your spirit man above your flesh. He knows what the outcome is. And so it makes him nervous when you fast. And he should be nervous. He should be nervous at the very mention of your name. He should know your name. And so that's what it's going to be. It's going gonna, it's gonna to catapult us. This fast is going to catapult us to uh, increase in every area of our life. And so... Um, he'll try to talk you out of it. And then the second thing will be the normal, your flesh, self-control, the lack of willpower. But listen, you've got to overcome these two things that are going to come against during these next 21 days. The enemy, because he'll lie to you, just like he tried to tempt Jesus out of lots of things during the fast. He'll come and say things, and you've got to have... Um, your big girl, big boy pants on <laughs> and the spirit and know what to say. And then your willpower, you know, when you're making lunch for your kids and you see those bag of Fritos or, or Doritos, as Tiffany would mention, uh, you know, it's like, I don't normally just chomp on Doritos or Fritos throughout the day. But for some reason, while I'm making their sandwich, they just look so good. And they're saying, I'm crunchy and I'm salty and I'm cheesy and eat me, right? So your food starts talking to you when you're on a fast. Now Tiffany's freaking out. She's going to need like mint gum in her mouth. <laughs> and so there's your willpower. Say, listen, I have things I'm standing for. I have things I'm believing for. And this is going to push my faith further. This is going to push me and know, hey, listen, I can do this. I've got this goal. 
I'm going to get into this. I'm going to receive from God. I'm going to hear from him and put the chips away. Just put them away. Just put them away. You got this. You got this. Okay. So first thing, fasting subdues your flesh. Matthew 26, 41. I have it up and let me turn to it really quick because I have, I put it, I put it in different um, translations, but I want to do the New Testament, New Testament, the New Living first. <laughs> oh, uh, 26, 41. Keep alert and pray. Okay, keep alert and pray. Otherwise, temptation will overpower you. For though the spirit is willing enough, the body is weak. You have to clear away your flesh during this time. Look at that. Keep alert and pray. So if you're praying and you're alert of what, what you're getting into and you're paying attention and you're praying, when temptation comes, you're, you're, you've built the strength against your flesh to overcome it. So keep alert and pray, otherwise temptation will overpower you, for though the spirit is willing enough, your spirit man is saying, listen, I, I'm ready, feed me, feed me. I want to grow. Feed me. Okay. And that's what you do every time you read the word and you get revelation and you, and you fill it with the things of God. But during this time, he's saying, I'm hungry. I'm starving. Don't starve me. You'll be a better person if you don't starve your spirit man. You'll be a stronger person if you don't starve your spirit man. And so we can't let our flesh hijack our spiritual life or dominate our thinking. Um, and so your thinking, I'm tying it in here, is connected to your what? Your heart. So that's why we have to guard our heart, especially during this fast. Because our thinking is connected to our heart and our spirit's willing, like it says in Matthew um, 26. But the flesh is weak. And so right now we need to say, peace, flesh. I have control over you. You don't have control over me. My spirit man that's inside of me controls my life. It, it's going to dominate, especially during this time. It's going to dominate. Um, number two, fasting creates a new hunger. Fasting creates a new hunger. Um, go to Ezra. I wrote it here. Uh, you know, when you, when you fast, uh, we're gonna, I'm going to read Ezra 8, 23 in a second. When you fast, uh, you naturally become hunger, hungry. I mean, like I said, you're looking at things that you've never thought was good. Like, you know, snacks that my kids had that I wouldn't really eat in a million years. I'm like, I could go for that right now. It's like, what? It's funny how that always happens. It's like, I don't normally like goldfish, but man, Salty, cheesy goldfish right now? Hook me up. <laughs> so you naturally, the initial hunger pangs will cease. And then uh, it's like a new desire is formed. And that's coming from your spirit man. Uh, it causes you, like fasting causes you to hunger differently. Right? It causes you to create a new hunger for something different because 
I mentioned this yesterday, when you truly do a fast, hold on, my tea. When you truly do a fast properly, like I said yesterday, even sometimes at the end of 21 days, I feel so energized and so excited when you do it right and you fill the spirit man properly, it does create a new hungry, uh, hunger. So in Ezra 8.23, I wrote, so we fasted and petitioned our God about this and he answered our prayer. Ezra 8.23, so we fasted and petitioned our God about this. What is it that you're petitioning God about? What is it that you're asking him for? Don't just fast and pray and have no direction or no asking or no vision or no goal. Fast and pray with some things that you want to see differently in 2021. Fast and pray with an expectation to receive. Everyone always is, does that humble card like, oh, I don't give to get. I don't do this to get this. The entire foundation of the word of God was by a, a, a seed giving to get something, giving to receive. When you do something in the kingdom of God, expect a return. Expect something to come back into your life. Um, and so it says in Ezra 8, 23, I'll read it again. So we fasted, uh, fasted and petitioned our God about this and he answered our prayer. So I spoke on yesterday uh, a couple ways of how to pray and coming in with thanksgiving and praise. Then you are specific and ask the Lord, petition him, petition him. And it says, and he answered our prayer. <clears throat> so do that first and you'll, <clears throat> you'll receive your answer. And then um, uh, in Matthew 5, 6, I wrote down under that point, those who hunger and thirst after righteousness will be filled. So fasting creates a new hunger. It, it opens your spiritual eyes to things you've never seen before. So it's like when you taste a really awesome dessert for the first time, you're like, oh no, here's a good example. Garrett's caramel popcorn. Okay. It's my ultimate favorite. I'm sorry. I'm talking about food. It tends to happen when you haven't eaten because you start thinking about how delicious the buttery caramel is for Garrett's popcorn. Tiffany's actually using the word shut up back there at me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and so that is a good snack. If you've never had one, uh, make sure after this fast you order yourself from they're out of Chicago. Uh, side note. Okay, so it's like you've had it and you take some bites and you take a handful and you put the lid back on, but then you go sit at the couch and you're like, wow, that was really good. I think I want another handful. So you get back up and you take more. So you all of a sudden then bring the canister next to you on the couch because it's way easier than getting up. And I'm, I'm just speaking from experience, guys. This was my Christmas. I had some on my bar counter at the, in the kitchen, and it was an up, down, up, down until I just was like, listen, I'm smarter than that. Let's just bring this whole can next to me on the couch and leave the lid off. And so it's like that. You create a new hunger when you fast for the things of God. You read something, and it's like, man, that story that I read, long ago is popping out at me at a different 
a different point of view. I'm seeing different messages out of it. I'm getting new revelation of it. I'm taking hold for the word of God. I'm taking it at its worth. And so during this time of prayer and fasting, fasting creates a new hunger for you. And it's, he says in there in, in uh, Matthew, uh, those who hunger and thirst, those who are hungry, that's your new hunger. Your new hunger during this will be filled. So you can't possibly do this fast right and receive nothing at the end. You'll get stuff during it. You'll get stuff before it's over and you'll get stuff through the beginning, uh, through, through the entire year, just from this one fast at the beginning. Now I encourage you throughout the year, we do it, we fast. We'll do smaller increments. Sometimes we'll do a week, we'll do three days. Sometimes we'll do another 21 days in the fall. Don't let this be your only fast, but realize that fasting creates a new hunger uh, for the things and you won't be denied. It says, Ezra, like I read, and he answered our prayer. Like I said in Matthew 5, 6, you will be filled. So you do this with expectation and you're going to get something out of it. Second thing, uh, I'm sorry, that was second. Third, fasting increases sensitivity to God. Oh, my husband just bought a pressure cooker with those uh, cheesecake. Oh, yes, cheesecake. Yum. Good. Uh, Jody, my favorite verse. When uh, you do get hungry and thirst, man, uh, thirst, man does God, man does God pour out. You're right, Jody. Um, he does pour out. So number three, fasting increases sensitivity to God. Uh, go with me. You guys can read it in Luke 2. And you know of the, the prophet Anna in Luke 2. And so right now, Jesus uh, is just born. Mary has, is bringing him back. He's still a baby. Um, and that's kind of the setup. He's not a little boy yet or anything like that. Uh, he's, still, he's still real small. And so it said... In Luke 2, let me see what verse I have, starting with, I think I'll start with 36. Okay. Anna, a prophet, was also there in the temple, and she was the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher and was very old. She was a widow, for her husband had died when they had been married only seven years. Uh, she was now 84 years old. She never left the temple but stayed there day and night, worshiping God with fasting and prayer. Okay, you talk about dedication right there. <laughs> she never left church. It's like sprinkling and we can't even get people to church. Snow flurries. Oh, the hint that it might snow and people won't even go to church. And this 84-year-old woman was <laughs> never left the temple. She like made a bed on the pew or stone chairs or whatever they had back then. <laughs> I mean, talk about dedication. Let's be, Lord, help me to be more like these wonderful women and men of God that we read about. You know, I posted something yesterday, side note, of my generation not knowing who John G. Lake is and A. A. Allen and Smith Wigglesworth and... Um, 
uh, Amy Simple McPherson and all these powerful men of God, uh, Kenneth Hagin and, you know, like read about them. Don't be ignorant and just listen to people that are alive. No, read about the testimony and the miracles and the salvation of these great men and women of God that have gone on before us. Uh, Oral Roberts, he's one of my favorite. I'll pop him on on YouTube all the time and listen to his messages on healing and faith. And they're simple and they're understandable and it strengthens you like never before. So when you read about these people in the Bible, look at their dedication and their hunger and what they did. And so this is fasting increases sensitivity to God. So she never left the temple and she stayed there worshiping God with fasting and prayer at 84 years old, 84 years old. You know, what's our excuse? Um, she came along just as Simeon was talking with Mary and Joseph, and she began praising God. She talked about Jesus to everyone who had been waiting for the promised king to come and deliver Jerusalem. So look at that. She could hear clearly what God was saying during that time. Jesus was a baby. He didn't even do anything yet. But she was so sensitive of the things that God was telling her of the things to come, of what Jesus was put here on earth to do. Oh man, that blesses my spirit that she knew at that very moment in time, at that very moment in time. He's, he, he's in his mom's arms and they're walking down the street and she just went into like praise mode of the things to come. Look what you can be, you, how sensitive you can be during a fast to see the future, to see. The Lord says in the New Testament, ask me and I'll tell you the future. I'll tell you of things to come. We have that ability. We have the access to the throne room of God to be like, listen, I'm getting into your presence. I'm in that secret place. And once again, the term secret place doesn't always have to mean like a closet or something. You're in that zoned space to, to speak and to be in the presence of God and to listen. And the sensitivity that she had, that she foresaw, and she was praising him. She probably, she probably didn't make it around if she's being 84 there as Jesus as a baby to see that. But her excitement of what was coming got her stirred up and she just went out there and was praising God over and over again and letting them know. And so fasting increases sensitivity to God and that's what I want during this fast. I wanna know, Lord, what do you have for us? Lord, what's coming up? Lord, excite me. What, what are the great things, the God ideas that you have uh, implement, uh, implemented in my life to, to uh, bring forth and to come into fruition this year in 2021? All right, I didn't even number my stuff. So what are we on? One, two, that was three. This is four. Fasting brings answers to prayer. And then I felt like as I was, um, yeah, Tim Wright writes, it lifts our faith reading John G. Lake and Smith Wigglesworth. The power, um, the power they are, we still have, yes, I'm going to just say it a little clearer, the power they operated in, we still have it today. Absolutely. We have to activate it and, and tap into it. We have to activate it and tap into it. 
When I read the story of John G. Lake and where he has the disease uh, placed on his hand and the disease that was killing people, you know, he, he got paid to go in and clear out these bodies because he never caught the disease. Like his revelation of the word, well, look, look at the revelation of the word in his life, not only kept him from in divine healing, but it was provision in his life. Money came into his life because of the revelation of one aspect of the word of God. The revelation of healing and the power of God, you, you know, it, it was called the lightnings of God that he said when they put the disease on his hand and looked at a microscope and the disease died when it touched his skin, he said it was the lightnings of God that flowed through his body. Now, why is it that he can believe? And, and so when I say provision, the revelation of one aspect of the Bible of what we were redeemed from by having uh, divine healing gave him uh, money because people paid him like, I think it was like in his book, like a thousand dollars to clear out these dead bodies of people who were dying left and right of this disease. So just the revelation and the power of God throughout his body uh, gave him increase in other areas of his life. And so I always, and that, that helped me when this uh, virus, that evil men and women loosed on the earth for another reason. And then if you think anything else than that, Lord help you, because it was evil men and women that released this, that, like I said, don't care about you. So we shouldn't listen to anybody, you know, <laughs> from the media or anything like that um, released all I could think about was the lightnings of God flows through my body. And so when you read about these stories, it builds your faith. So when an attack like happened in 2020 comes your way, your, your remembrance, if he did it for John G. Lake, why can't he do it for me and my family? Why can't he protect me? Why when a sickness and disease comes on my hand, on my body, it can't shrivel up and die immediately because I have the lightnings of God flowing through my body. So see, this is the importance right now of prayer and fasting and getting that revelation inside of your every being because it flows right back to where I began this broadcast with. Guarding your heart. What's in your heart is going to come into your thought life. It's connected and then it comes out of your mouth. So fill it properly this year. Take an extra step to get rid of anything that's not filling your heart with something that's going to empower you and push you into greater things into the kingdom. So fasting brings answers to prayer. But then I was thinking, you know, in prayer, and it brings answers to direction in your life, and it brings answers to instruction in your life. It says in Isaiah 58, 9, Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he will say, here I am or here am I. You know, whichever translation you're reading. I'm, I'm gonna, that was NIV. I'm going to go over in uh, NLT here um, to Isaiah 58, 9. In, in New Living it says, 
I'm going to start with eight and go to nine. If you do these things, your salvation will come like the dawn. Yes, your healing will come quickly. Your godliness will lead you forward and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. You're covered in all areas here. Then when you call, the Lord will answer. Then when you call, the Lord will answer. And this is what he's going to say, guys. Yes. Yes, I'm here. What is it that you need? What is it that I can do for you? I'm your heavenly father. I love you so much. What is it that you need? What is it? Here I am for you. He will quickly reply. So just in verse 8 and verse 9, quickly is mentioned twice. Your healing will come quickly um, and his reply will come quickly. So when you call on the Lord, he's going to answer and say, here I am. What is it? Let's have a conversation. You're, you're asking me for something. You're asking me uh, for direction. You're asking for a miracle. You're asking for um, an, an instruction. And so the revelation that comes through his word isn't always done yelling at you. You know, lots of times during this fast, you need to make sure you're able to hear the voice of the Lord. Um, go with me to first Kings. Go with me to first Kings. I'm going to show you a quick story real quick. Um, yes, I just used that twice. Quick and real quick, quick and real quick. <laughs> first Kings 19. All right, so we're talking about um, the Lord speaking to Elijah here. Is something wrong? Oh, the phone's lagging. Okay. Uh, we're talking about Elijah here. And he's, he's trying to get an instruction uh, here from the Lord on something he's asking uh, him for here, which I'm going to read. But you're going to see that there were some loud things going on, but that's not where the Lord. Oh, sorry, just saw a big scratch in my table and side sidetracked. <laughs> um, where the Lord is speaking and it wasn't loud and he wasn't screaming and he wasn't saying, hey, John, you know, and giving some kind of answer. The time during prayer and fasting, you're going to hear a small, still voice at times. And because of your uh, time of, uh, uh, during your time of prayer, you're going to quietly listen and you're going to hear the direction. You've got to cut out the busyness, though. You've got to cut out other things that are going to steal your time. You've got to cut out those things. Like I said, if you're jumping on late. We're cutting out food. But during this time, cut out other times where you may have gone and watched a Netflix show for 30 minutes. Take that extra 30 minutes throughout the day and seek, seek what the Lord has for you. Because it always makes me laugh when people do a 21-day fast or um, they sew something or, you know, they always like, well, I'm going to try it. I'm just going to try it. I'm going to test this out and see if it's for real. And uh, at the end, they're like, well, no, it didn't really work for me. It's like 
Yes, it did. Okay, um, it did. You 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 just you weren't listening. You didn't pay attention. You missed it because he always answers throughout the Bible. He's always saying, "I answer. I answer." I answer, I will answer quickly. I'm here. Call upon me. Call, you know, <laughs> he says it throughout the whole Bible. So he's willing and, and wanting to do these things for you that you're going to ask him. And he's answered you. It's just you're not, like I said yesterday, being specific in prayer. So how are you going to know uh, if it was answered and you're not listening? So uh, go to, let's start with chapter 19, 9 through 18. Do-do-do-do-do-do. 9 through 18. Okay. There he came to, we're talking about Elijah here. There he came to a cave where he spent the night. But the Lord said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? And Elijah replied, I have zealous, zealously served the Lord God Almighty. But the people of Israel have broken their covenant with you, torn down your altars, and killed every one of your prophets. I am left alone. And now they're trying to kill me. Go out and stand before me on the mountain, the Lord told him. So there's his instruction. And as Elijah stood there, the Lord passed by, and a mighty windstorm hit the mountain. It was such a terrible blast that the rocks were torn loose, but the Lord was not in the wind. All right. Nothing from God during the blast of rocks and the avalanche of rocks falling down and nothing there i'm sure that was really loud uh and after the earthquake there was a fire but the lord wasn't in the fire uh and after the fire there was a sound of a gentle whisper when elijah heard it he wrapped his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave and a voice said what are you doing here elijah and he replied again, I have zealously served the Lord God Almighty, but the people of Israel have broken their covenant with you, torn down your altars, and killed every one of your prophets. I alone am left, and now they're trying to kill me too. Um, then the Lord told him, go back. So, so he, he searched for, he, he went out, took some private time, said, Lord, I need, I need help. This is what's going on. Now they're trying to kill me. What's my direction? Lord, here's my prayer. Keep me safe. Lord, what's my next step? What's my direction? And what's my instruction? And with all the things going on, the fire and the rocks and the, the, the earthquakes, not, none of it was answered in that. It was all in a whisper. He had to get past the circumstances that were going on around him. He had to get past the noise. Get past the noise. Get past, don't let your circumstances around you be louder. Be louder than what you are seeking God for. And, it, and then he gives him instruction. Then the Lord told him, go back the way you came and travel to the wilderness of Damascus. When you arrive there, anoint um, Hazael to be king of Aram. Then anoint Jehu, son of Bible names are just the worst. Nimshi to be the king of Israel, then anoint Elijah, son of Saphat, from Abel Mechorah to replace you as my prophet. <laughs> it's like the one thing reading the Old Testament, I'm always like, 
darn it, I got to read more than one verse. Um, Anyone who escapes from Hazael will be killed by Jehu, and those who escape Jehu will be killed by Elisha. Yet I will preserve 7,000 others in Israel who have never bowed to Baal or kissed him. So he received an answer, but the stuff that was loudest, he could have been like, well, this earthquake happened, this fire happened, this happened, and I didn't hear God, so I guess he's not going to answer my prayer, and he's not going to, you know, I guess I'm just going to have to figure this out on my own. No, he never leaves us set up to do anything on our own. He wants to get all the glory. He wants us to lean on him. He wants us to rely on him, and he's speaking. So fasting brings answers to prayer, direction, and instruction. It's not that God isn't talking to you. It's you've got to shut down the circumstances that are louder around you than hearing the voice of God. Um, and number, was that number four? Yeah, number four. I, I, I wrote these out and then I realized I didn't number them. <laughs> when you're doing this at seven o'clock in the morning, you forget your numbers. Um, and then the fifth one I want to go over, like I said, actually, if you, if you have the fasting book, I know that Ted goes over um, in the book, uh, different benefits that fasting brings. And there are so many. So I don't even think he covered uh, everything in it. And I, I mean, I surely didn't. I just am going over five. But number five, fasting leads to quick healing. Fasting leads to quick healing. Um, I'm still, well, I got, got out of Isaiah, but I'm going to turn back to Isaiah. I love Isaiah. That's another one that uh, people really need to take hold of. I, I, Isaiah... I was, my, my children, Maddie's doing a lot of uh, going through the Old Testament uh, in school this year, so we're having a good time of her seeing, di- her seeing different things, but then she's, she's heard her dad preach so much on it that it's not new to her, so she says some really cool things uh, during it. But I, I think Isaiah might be one of my favorite uh, Old Testament um, books of the Bible. But Isaiah 58 Uh, And I I read it before the nine. Uh, But if you do these things, your salvation will come like the dawn and your healing will come quickly. Your godliness will lead you forward and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. Uh, Misael said, that's so good. We applied these principles with prayer and fasting uh, to confirm our move to Broward County. We heard the Lord on moving here and we have seen the Lord... uh, just paved the way for us and so blessed to be here every day we see his hand so good you're flowing that's right praise God and see you made a major decision and when in order to do that you fasted and you prayed Miss Al, and you and your wife and your children will be blessed that's what I talked about yesterday was our move here is that no reason other than an instruction from the Lord He told us to come to the location that we're at in South Florida. Perfectly good house, perfectly good church, family around the corner, Ted's family, my family up in Virginia Beach. No other reason to move here except um, an instruction from the Lord and prayed and fasted and got it. And the doors have opened so quickly just in the last three years of the move, I know, Miss Sale, it's going to be the same for you and your family. You've put the Lord first, and you took a step of faith, and you moved, and now you're here. And I know um, 
we know you from the West Coast, but now you're here in Broward County and you're going to our church as well and plugging into that. So you um, will be so blessed in 2021 for that move and putting that first. Um, so let me finish number five. Fasting leads to quick healing. Oh, uh, Amanda, side note real quick. She asked on Facebook, what curriculum is Maddie using? She is in Alpha Omega Academy and she's in sixth grade and she uses uh, the Life Packs that's with Alpha Omega Academy. I did a very extensive four-day teaching on my homeschool curriculum you can find in my podcast under Nonstop Mom. And um, you can also find it under the videos on Facebook because I did a Facebook Live, but I also put it on a podcast if you have any questions in regards to that. Um, okay, so we read 58.8. Then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. What is... Or what does it mean? Okay, what does it mean um, when it says, then your light will break forth like the dawn? We have to understand that that light is like a flashlight, okay? It's going to focus in on what you're reading and what you're soaking up into your spirit man. That light means revelation of the word. Your revelation of the word will break forth like the dawn, okay? Your healing will be quick when you understand what the Bible says about healing. So much uh, people have such a skewed idea of these types of topics in the Bible. God wants you blessed. God wants you healed. God wants you um, to walk in peace. God wants you full of joy. God wants you to have a good marriage. But their light has not broken forth in regards to that topic. So during your time of uh, prayer and fasting, I believe it's going to bring you to quick healing. So whether it be, you know, like Tim at the beginning of the broadcast said, you know, pray for me. Uh, I need, you know, restoration. I need healing in my marriage. Okay, well, the revelation of what the Word of God says about that situation will break forth, okay? Will break forth, and your healing will quickly appear. A lot of people just associate healing with a sickness and disease, but people can be healed and need to be healed in all different areas. Heartbreak, um, you know, destruction that's happened in their life. And they need to be healed and delivered from addiction. So don't focus on the word healing as just sickness and disease. It's the revelation of the word. Okay, then when I was thinking of this, I was like, I know there's a verse about how the word gives light. And so I had to think about it real hard. And it is in Psalm 119, 130. The unfolding of your words bring light. The unfolding of your words bring light. It imparts understanding to the simple. You don't have to be some scholar to understand what the word of God says. You don't have to be um, the smartest person in the world to understand what the word of God says. It says the unfolding of your words Give light in Psalm 119, 130. Well, that light is going to be the revelation. The revelation. Like I said, think of it like a flashlight. 
when you have a flashlight, whatever you have that flashlight pointed on, right? When it's dark, you don't see everything else. You're zoned in on this one thing. You can see it well. And it's like the word of God. When you, when you get the light, the revelation of what our life's instruction manual is saying to you, you're zoned in on that one thing. You see it clear, you see it bright, and it becomes understanding to you. It becomes understanding to you. And so um, fasting will be an opening of revelation, a light to things that maybe you've never seen before when you take this time during these 21 days to set aside side for God. So there's spiritual benefits um, that lead to uh, healing, okay? And then there's the non-spiritual. You, you know that most, um, like, uh, what is it? word uh, digestive in your digestive system most illnesses occur in your digestive system and so what are people always doing they're always figuring out what's the right food to eat what I can eat what I can't eat what I, what I shouldn't eat you know what I mean so it's like you have to realize that fasting not only um brings light and revelation to you so you can heal quickly in every area that God has for you, but also to your physical body. When you push the plate away, I mean, it's been studies have been shown intermittent fasting and fasting for this. What do you think the, when you have like a surgery or something major or like, I don't know, blood work and stuff, the doctor has you fast for like 24 hours or something. Everyone is so on board. No problem. Yeah, I need to make sure my blood works right. Oh, I need to make sure they get the right numbers. No problem. I'll totally fast for 24 hours. And it's not even like hard for those people. They're just like, I have to do it because the doctor said I have an appointment at 8 o'clock in the morning and I have to, I have to fast. And he said and it's the best and I'm going to get the correct numbers and I'm going to get the right thing. God said fast in, his, in the Bible. It's not a suggestion. It's, it's a command. When you fast, when you pray. So the Lord knows the aspects of fasting, both for your natural body and for your spiritual man. He knows it's going to make your body better. It cleans out toxins. It gets rid of poisons. It flushes the system. It's almost like a reset inside your body. He's not stupid. He created everything. <laughs> I mean, for so to think, you know, that a doctor has more knowledge and you're okay to say yes to a physical uh, aspect for a doctor to let you know, hey, fast for 24 hours so I can get proper reading on your uh, blood work or your surgery or anything like that. And yet when the Bible says, listen, I have so many more benefits. I got more benefits than just getting a good blood work paperwork back and then just getting a surgery done. Listen, guys, the Lord's saying, I've got so many more benefits when you fast to your spiritual man and to your physical body. And I'm telling you when you fast, when you pray and when you give. So it's not a suggestion. He's not suggesting it. This is something that I encourage you and challenge you on to do, participate in and study it out. 
Don't brush it under the rug. Don't say it's not for me. Don't say I can't do it. Don't say it's not the right time. There'll never be a right time to fast. There's always going to be somebody's birthday, anniversary, office party, um, I don't know, some kind of celebration thing that uh, is going to happen where you have plenty of, of time to be like, I can't do it. I'm on this prescription. I'm too old. I'm too young. I have a party. I have my birthday coming up. You know, it's like, God forbid you miss a birthday dinner. Put your birthday aside. You'll be far more blessed at your birthday after your fast than you were during it if you feel like, well, I have to break it because this is a celebration and, you know, it comes once a year. Is that how, like, uh, you know, minded we are that that's how we have to think? It, there's always going to be something going on, a trip where we're going to have an excuse. Don't have the excuse anymore. I challenge you. I encourage you. Get into fasting. These might just be five. Um, you know, the, these might just be five that I've gone through, but there are far far more than this when you start looking into it and looking mighty men and women of God who had mighty miracle ministries, including Jesus. Okay. Don't forget him. Uh, fasted and prayed and took time to seek the instruction of God and to seek prayers being answered and to seek uh, breakthroughs happening. Okay. It, it's so vital for your life that you get the understanding and the revelation of prayer and fasting and do it like never before. And so that is what we're going to do, uh, continue to do. We're on day four. You know, we have to look at fasting. It is a privilege because I want everything that God has for me. You want everything that God has for you. It's not a burden to fast. It's not an inconvenience. You know, it's a mindset. In December, you know, we always, uh, the people that work with us and, and Ted and I and everyone, you know, that's close to us that jumps in on this fast, we always joke because in December we're just like eating away at all these goodies and we're like, the fast is coming, the fast is coming <laughs> because... It's a mindset. It's something that we know is coming, just like we would put a vacation on, a, on the calendar. We know the fast is coming, and we get our mindset, and we say, this is what it's going to be, and we're not doing anything else. You know, people will say, well, we want to do this, and we want to hang out, and we want to go here, and what about this trip, and what about this, you know, person's birthday, and we say, well, after the 21 days, you know, we're free, but we're taking this time to rest. I mean, we're traveling and preaching, but what I mean is not do the norm. We're not out doing our normal workout. We're not out doing our normal, um, you know, uh, get togethers. We're not doing it. We're setting time to separate ourselves from the noise, from uh, different things that are going on and truly say, Lord, listen, you know, for me, 2020 was phenomenal. We set the tone at the beginning of the year with prayer and fasting. We got a couple words from my father, one from my father-in-law, one from our um, headship at church, Bishop Rick. And, and that was the only thing we stuck to. 
the Lord instructed us in 20, um, right before the fast and during the fast, instructed my husband of 20, uh, 20 being a year of violent increase and expedited favor. And that is what we stuck with. That uh, instruction and that direction set the tone for 2020. So literally when all hell broke loose, there was peace in my home. There was joy. There was increase. There was increase not only in our lives, but the lives around us that were connected to us. I made sure the people that worked with Miracle Word Ministries received more money during the time that the world was in a crisis because the people that are connected to this ministry and that are connected, and I have made up in my mind that are connected to me, are not going down. Not going down. They're not going down. I will lift you up. I might kick your behind on the way up but I will lift you up. And when we say we truly are praying for the Victory Tribe, we truly are. When you've connected your finances with us and your partnership and uh, prayers and in unity, we are going to lift you up. There were times this year where we gave, you know, not everything we do, we announce. Not everything we do, we send out in a letter. Not everything we do. But there are times where we have given to single mothers, where we have given to people that needed um, help from the Lord and they were calling and they never asked us. It was a direction from the Lord. And when we gave it to them, they said, I was just crying out to the Lord about this the other day. That is what I'm going to be and in even more in 2021. I've made up in my mind to guard my heart. I've made up in my mind that uh, what I'm filling my spirit man with in these 21 days. And like I said, don't let this be the only time that you're going hard into uh, the things of God and listening. But it sure as heck sets the tone for the year. And that is what we're going to do. And, you know, if I have to, uh, you know, get stern with you <laughs> over certain things, then that's fine. But I want to see you succeed. I want to see you go after it. I am not... I refuse to look like everybody else. And so prayer and fasting is a requirement in our life as a believer to go after it, to push ourselves higher. And like I said, I've had so many people that said, listen, Carolyn, I tried this and it didn't work. But then I really tried it and it really worked. And what you've pushed us to do, what you've talked about, what you've written about, what you've preached on, what, you know, the book that Ted just wrote about fasting has changed our life dramatically because it really works. <laughs> it really, really works. And so the last thing I want to leave you with is, you know, we all know Psalm 23, but during this time of, uh, prayer and fasting, you know, your inward, your inward man, uh, is transformed and that uh, positions us for promotion with the Lord. I love Psalm 23 and you know, I think it gets said a lot and read a lot. So sometimes people um, maybe like brush it or like, you know, when you're a kid, that's one of the, f that and John three sixteen are like the first things you always memorize Psalm 23 and you've got the picture of, you know, the shepherd with the staff and the sheep. And that's like all you remember for the rest of your life. <laughs> 
is, oh, what was that Bible? I had one. I love them. Precious Moments. Remember them? Precious Moments. I had the figurines, but you, you have the sweet little shepherd boy. Uh, and that's what you remember, Psalm 23. But Psalm 23 is so mighty and, and powerful that really dig into that. Just like what I said, the revelation, the light of the word, shine that flashlight on, on Psalm 23 and really get it and get the idea of just the picture of the shepherd boy and the sheep next to it um, out and realize how, uh, oh, I love you, Pastor Mike. I love you and Pastor Rhonda so deeply. And your, my precious moments are with you, Ted Rose, so deeply. And so Psalm 23, and so your inward transformation will position you for promotion from the Lord. It says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely, surely, sign, sealed, delivered. Surely, your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So our inward transformation, okay, during this fast, is going to bring an outward anointing, an outward um, blessing, and provision in our life. Uh, so I was when I was reading this this morning, I was thinking how, this, this right here shows an open reward of the Lord, an open provision. And, and it shows by saying, surely, look at that. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And it brings assurance, assurance into my life. So, you know, a fast is, is going to separate us uh, from from the world so we can receive the rewards of God. So just going over those five things, um, and then if you get the book that, that Ted just did, uh, he goes over some, some things in there as well. But there are so many benefits to this thing that it makes, it, after doing it for so many years and throughout the year, it, it gets me excited because I'm like, yes, Lord. Speak to me. What's my assignment? What am I doing this year? Last year was good, but every year gets better. Faith to faith, favor to favor, grace to grace. It's, it's a stepping ladder. What is my next instruction? What, Lord, miracles am I going to see in my life? Show me, and I'm here. Yes, Lord, I'm here. I will listen. I will trust and obey. Um. <laughs> Just thinking of that song, yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. And this is his will for your life. You know, I, when the Lord asked me to step out to speak, literally, <laughs> I'm not a singer, so I don't sing it out loud. But literally, I would sing, you know, people like boxers and stuff have hype songs, okay? They have hype songs. My hype song wasn't very hype, but... <laughs> There was no bass. There was no, like, you know, um, laser lights coming down. It was just a simple song that the Lord would drop in my spirit. Every time I felt nervous to uh, hold a women's meeting or, you know, even speak to you guys sometimes, you know, 
I'm always singing, yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. I say yes, Lord, yes, I will trust you and obey. When your spirit ah, speaks to me, with my whole heart I'll agree. And my answer will be yes, Lord, yes. You know, and that's what we need to do during this time. When your spirit speaks to me with my whole heart, I'll agree. And that's what I talked about at the beginning. Your whole heart is your thought life. If your thought life is wrong, you will be destroyed. And so during this time of prayer and fasting, I am praying for you. And I know that this year is going to be like no other for you. It's going to be a game changer when you fast and press in. And though I made it, I did not sing that as well as Ted. But it's something that is my hype song. It gets me through a lot. Because all I have to do is say yes. I'm here, Lord. Use me. You know, if I, if I do something wrong, it makes you look bad, Jesus. <laughs> and he doesn't want to look bad. And so... He's going to use you like he's using me, and you just have to say yes. And so during this fast, say yes. Yes, Lord, I'm going to do it. Yes, Lord, I'm going to press in. Yes, Lord, I'm going to go the extra because I am going to do your will and your way. And that's what this fast is all about. It's in his will for you to fast, and it's his way. So Heavenly Father, I thank you for each and every person that's joining us today or joining us on the replay or the podcast. Thank you, Lord, that this be a song of dedication in their own life, that they will say, yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way, I will trust you and obey. What, Lord, I'm putting in my heart now is going to come to my thought life and it's going to come out of my mouth. Thank you, Lord, for filling us with your spirit, with your boldness. Thank you, Father God, for using us in a mighty way. Thank you, Lord, that every preconceived idea where people think they can't do something because either they're not in the fivefold ministry or they feel like they don't have the boldness or the talent for it, I rebuke those thoughts in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you give them a new boldness, a new revelation of the word of God. That's what we need in this year to make us stronger than ever, Father God, for the foundation that you have set for us, that we're strong and we will not be moved like a rock. Thank you, Lord, for every person that is uh, working in this fast, that you give them supernatural strength. Open the eyes of their spirit, man, Lord, to receive the entrance into their heart of that light of revelation. Thank you, Lord, for the people um, that are receiving revelation on healing, that I rebuke the enemy in the mighty name of Jesus. The enemy is not going to take them out in 2021. We are standing up against the enemy 
with the power of our confession. We're not letting him near. We've set a boundary in our life. We've set a boundary around our kids, around our spouse, around our work, around our home. And in the mighty name of Jesus, you've given us the power and the revelation of your word to fight off the enemy. We're going to do it with such ease. With such ease, we're not even going to break a sweat. But the authority that comes out of our mouth is going to send the devil running with his tail between his legs. Thank you, Lord, for the mighty power of your healing power that you died on the cross, that you gave us a way for us to walk in divine healing. We don't have to look like anyone else. We don't have to go through anything else that everyone else goes through. We don't have to struggle. Set our faith on new levels. You have healed us in the mighty name of Jesus. I rebuke the enemy and he can't come near our dwelling. And thank you, Lord, that you give us all a wonderful rest of our day. Strength and boldness and might and power. As, as my children and I say, every night before bed out of Revelation 5.12, I declare we are powerful, we are wealthy, we are wise, we have honor, we are mighty, we have glory, we have a blessing, we're healthy. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm going to give you an opportunity to sow into Miracle Word Ministries. This is a time, especially during prayer and fasting, to get seed in the ground. It's not, it's not a time to do the, you know, the one-time seed at New Year's and then wait till the next holiday. You want a continual harvest to be returned into your life. Plant seed daily. Plant seed at all times. People are like, you know, I got this break, one breakthrough in, in the year and I got um, this at this time. And, and people, you know, they realize, you know, you can't do things one time. You got to do it continually. We have made up in our mind. We've connected with ministries. We've connected, you know, to give seeds daily, daily. We are giving um, daily across the seas to feed children. We're giving daily in our own personal lives. Miracle Word Ministries is uh, giving daily automatic giving to other ministries that we uh, are in connection and vision with. And that's what we have to do in unity. So thank you for sowing into Miracle Word Ministries. We love you. We appreciate you. You don't get to always go to all the meetings, but you're helping the gospel go forth uh, by partnering with us and holding us up and pushing us forward. So um, you can give by MiracleWord.com. You can give at PayPal. There's Cash App. There's Venmo. Uh, hashtag donate. Thank you, Tracy. I can't wait to see you guys in, um, uh, uh, oh, where am I? I almost said Texas. we got so many places we're going this year. But World Harvest in Georgia, we're going to be there for two weeks. Um, Ted's dad and Ted are uh doing a two-week meeting in Roswell, Georgia at the end of January. This kind of stuff you need to be in. We plan for vacations. Yes, it's good. We, we need vacations. We need a rest. We need to take a break. But listen, thank you, Ben. Thank you so much. I think Todd and Janine gave too. Thank you. Thank you for, 
for hooking up with Miracle Word Ministries. Thank you for believing in what we're doing with Nonstop Mom and uh, Miracle Word Kids and the Miracle Word University and all the things that are coming out and coming out. Um, yes, Ben, we are so excited. Can't wait to see you and be with you. But for two weeks, but this is it. Our schedule's up. Make plans to get into the meeting. Get uh, equipped. Get uh, excited and 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 um, make plans to be with us. So you can give that way. Hashtag donate. Um, and then if you want to partner with us, um, anyone who gives $85 or more this month, you can go to miracleword.com forward slash offer and choose uh, Gloria Copeland's book, God's Will is Prosperity, and we'll get that out to you. Um, so that is for any seed of $85 or more. Then if you're giving... A thousand dollars or more, you'll you'll get that book. Uh, God's will is prosperity, but you'll also get. Um, you can come back to me. You can also get uh, this signed uh, genuine leather uh, NLT study Bible. See, it's very big and heavy, so it's one that you would keep at home. But it's got great uh, notes at the bottom and to different timelines that will help with your study as you're getting deeper into something or you're reading a verse and you're not quite, you know, understanding the context and you're reading before and after, but then you can go down to the notes. So you'll get this signed genuine leather Bible uh, by Ted and he writes a little note in there for you. Uh, as just a way of us saying thank you for standing with us. Thank you for being um, a mighty man and mighty woman of God. Uh, that's what we call our partners there uh, if you go to the website. So thank you for, for standing with us. We love you so much. Uh, make sure uh, that you get the book uh, that Ted has just put out. It will help you immensely during this fast. Um, it is the complete biblical guide to fasting. It will change your life. It will change your life. And also we're doing a 90-day Bible reading uh, study that you can get to. Um, so if you want to read the Bible in 90 days with us, it is free. You just go to miracleword.com forward slash study and you just put in your email address and name and then it comes right over automatically to you. I know once in a while, uh, People will, will write me and say maybe they didn't get it, but just check your spam because it, for some reason it tends to go there sometimes. But if it really wasn't in your spam, and not, I you know it may sound like you're lying, if it really is, didn't come to your spam, because listen, emails are glitches. I know people will write us and they'll be like, you never sent this. And I'm like, well, it's a generated email sometimes. So you can get mad at the computer, not us. Um, uh, we will be happy to send you the PDF on it if you didn't get it. Also, it's a new month. New month means what for our Miracle Word kids? We have a new Bible reading plan. Uh, we are going through uh, Galatians. What was the other one? Is, is it just... It, I think it's James and Galatians that we're going through. This year, but I've got questions and things uh, for your kids because I, I, you know, being a teacher, um, so you can get that at miraclewordkids.com. It's free. Same thing. Put in your name. It gets sent to you and your kids can print it out. But I, I put questions in there because it's big on, uh, especially for kids. I mean, but I love it. I learned from this way is reading something and then answering uh, the questions. But after this month, we've got some new stuff coming out for you for Miracle Word Kids. 
um, that's going to be on YouTube and some really awesome things that we're changing up. And so just keep out on the lookout. We're going to do several different things for Miracle Word Kids throughout the year, uh, but this will be the first new thing and change coming in the beginning of February. So I'm excited about that. And let's see, is there anything else that I touch on everything? Do we have any other announcements? Get my book, Lines. Do we have Lines? Let's put that bad boy up. Or did you take it out? Lines, confessions that create boundaries your enemies cannot, your enemy cannot cross. This is a 40-day devotional I did during quarantine. Um, I had started putting up confessions and declarations uh, in my nonstop mom group and just on my social media, and I had so many people say, can you make this into a book? Well, I wanted to make it into a book, but I didn't want it just to be the confessions. I wanted to give you some real-life stories behind the confessions along with scripture so it could be a launching pad for you to add to it. I've got questions in there um, that go along. I've got questions in there that go along uh, with with it so you could do it as a study guide. I've got several women's groups that are part of it, but get it. Get the book and speak the confessions and then start there. So like the scriptures that I give you with, with the devotion each day for 40 days isn't the only scripture that is on that topic. Seek it out. Seek the word of God and add more to it. Jot it down, write it in there and declare it over your family, over your life. But it is setting a boundary line and saying, enemy, you can't come any closer that far and no more. And so that is how we have to be. Oh, one more thing. While I have the stage and Ted is gone, I can just keep going all day long and say with you guys, I put out some new merchandise. I put out some new product. And so here they are. Here I got a hoodie and I got two shirts. The pink is a little bit darker in person, so it's a really cool pink. But it says, um, we're not keeping uh, this quiet, not on your life. I see it, I speak it. And on the sleeve, I have um, 2 Corinthians 4.13, where it says, I believe, uh, therefore, um, I speak. And then, um, so I have those in two different colors. And then the hoodie, I have um, on there, uh, it's, it's from Isaiah 41.10. And uh, it says, do not fear, I am with you. And so on the sleeve, I have the scripture, Isaiah 41.10, where he tells us not to be afraid. And he's going to lift us up with his victorious right hand. So you can get all those. You can get all the books. You can get all the clothes at shop.miracleword.com. And I, I, you know what, Benita, the extra large in the shirts are pretty big. Um, I'm not sure what size you're looking for. The shirts do run a little bit big. The sweatshirts, I don't have in an extra large right now, but they have been selling really fast. So I think when I make my new order here uh, coming up, I'm going to add extra uh, large in that. I'm not sure if it, go, if it goes past that or not, but if it does, um, I will make an announcement uh, on that. But anyway, thank you so much for spending your day with me. I love you guys. Um, thanks for being you. That's all I have for you. Thanks for being you. I'm going to take my juice box now because this is the only juice I have in the office and I'm stealing my kids' juice boxes. <laughs> thanks, Ed.
Your shirt was sent in the mail the other day, so you should have it soon. I love you guys. I do. I need to leave you. What do you guys want to talk about? That's good. Okay. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Bye. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of.